Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Tuesday the 15th of March, Dom Knight, Alex Avulovich, Gabby Bolt hey. and the return of Charles Firth. Hello, Woo. Charles. Woo. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Has it been avoiding the whole of the Sydney flood disaster chaos? Oh, has it been raining over there? I, I, I'm uh, in Adelaide. He's been so sucked in. I've just got a nice, dry, sort of sunny, you know, 28 degrees. Rude. Really, you know, sort of nice weather. So uh, uh, has it rained or something? What's going on? Yeah, there's just been a bit of flooding. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah, no, actually, I, I did hear about that. Um, mm. Scott Morrison announced a whole lot of disaster relief packages for all the marginal seats in Adelaide. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> good for yeah. them. I mean, it hasn't rained, but um, God, there's a lot of money to shovel out. Actually, it's a flood of money. Really. It hasn't rained, but it's been making it rain. You know, <laughs> yeah, raining right. car parks. Exactly. Yeah. But no, the yeah. big news yesterday, just on this, was that uh, the New South Wales SES apparently had to ask three times for the ADF to be deployed um, mm. after the biggest floods in Lismore history, uh, and lots of, so the ADF were just sort of sitting around. I thought they let the first two two requests just just slip by. Yeah. I don't, were they doing their hair? What what could they possibly have well, been doing? I, rather than I, think it's, I, I think it's just the principle. You know, you mm. can't go out every single time everyone asks you to do anything for a natural disaster. <laughs> you know, you're setting a bad precedent. Yeah. yeah, and and they would. I mean, they're military, right? They'd have mm. maps on their wall. Yeah, and they'd know where the marginal seats are, mm. and yes. they'd go, "Well, hang on, that's a safe seat. We yeah. can't go there. We can't help them." Yeah, and Alex is right. Like the history of response to natural disasters has been historically one of hit or miss. You know, look mm-hmm. at Pompeii and Herculaneum. Like, <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, the, the local but troops there in Pompeii they were very slow yeah, off the Yeah, like they, they it, went, oh, we can't really fix this one. It's because no one had declared a natural disaster. Yep. That's what yeah. it was. But um, You know what they, they should have said? Lismore City Council should have said, we're flooded with immigrants. And then suddenly the government would have <laughs> responded sudden, immediately. Yeah, tanks. Tanks. Yeah. <laughs> so what we have is we had a large number of public servants who are trained in using like high-powered boats and helicopters sitting mm. by. Apparently Lismore SES had two boats. Ooh. The actual SES had two, and they're sitting by. So, I don't know. The Labor's big plan is to have a new force. Like, of course, Labor wants to solve this by hiring a bunch of extra public servants. Okay. Um, they, so instead of having the ADF, they want to bring in a new, like, civilian disaster recovery force. Uh, well, because I, I tend to agree with that because yeah. I hate this idea that we deploy the military for civilian things. Like, I don't know. It, when I was at school, all the sort of people who into military things. We're like the thugs yeah. and the fuckwits, right? You don't want to deploy them. You want to sort of have them off to one side. I agree with the idea of and also, it should be done also, by... Also, the inverse is true because I don't think the military guys enjoy that. They've, they've joined the job because they want to fuck shit up and kill people. Like, yes. I feel like you're torturing them as well. Like, it's, Yes. It's, yeah, won't someone think of the war criminals? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Exactly, because, you know, they'd be having to rescue puppies rather oh. than twist their necks off. Yeah. You know? mm. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the real stuff. On today's show, John Domenico is taking a look at Albo's 60 Minutes piece, having done um, ScoMo's. Oh, Why do you make John do all these jobs, poor John? <laughs> well, I'm not doing them. Yeah, no, fuck this. Fuck working in this building. And Charles, you've got an Adelaide report for yeah, us. Yeah, I'm going to talk about how great Adelaide is. So oh. there'll be no sarcasm in that report. Can't sense any. <laughs> First, though, let's go to Rebecca Danamino in the Chaser Newsroom. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too 
like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Anthony Albanese's appearance on 60 Minutes with Carl Stefanovic has been hailed by Channel 9 as their most diverse interview ever, with not one but two non-Anglo-Saxon white men. Though audiences have applauded Channel 9 for their bravery in diversity, audiences have been left confused as to why Carl Stefanovic was interviewing a completely unknown person. The government has announced a new model for providing flood relief, stating that they will now run on a $1 for every vote design. The Liberal Party have responded to claims that this is blatant corruption by saying this is actually the most honest and transparent vote-buying method they've ever used. Finally, Kim Kardashian has empowered her young fans by saying that all women need to do to be successful is work harder at abusing their underpaid staff. The famous for being famous celebrity has inspired women by remarking that they don't work as hard anymore and that if they want to make it in this world, they should put in more effort to be born into a rich family. That's the latest news from The Chaser Report. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Now, a few weeks ago, we subjected John Domenico to the Carl Stefanovic, Scott Morrison interview, and oh. bravely, he's agreed to do the sequel with Albo. John, why did you say yes to this? I have no idea, to be honest. <laughs> I um, I realized I made a massive mistake when I saw a fo- when I saw the promo photo they put out of Albo and um, Carl Stefanovic together having a beer at a pub, mm-hmm. and I realized that. In my head, I was like, oh, a Channel 9 executive probably thinks this is the most diverse a show has ever been. Because obviously, Carl Stefanovic was fam- uh, famously said that he is the person of colour at Channel Oh, 9. yes, they're both diverse, aren't they? They yeah. both claim that they're diverse. So then I realised <laughs> that someone with an Italian last name, I'm not going to enjoy this interview. My first thing that annoyed me is Carl has a very interesting way to pronounce Anthony Albanese's name. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese. It was Albanese. Albanese. I think Anthony Albanese is here, but Anthony Albanese has found new love. Yeah, so, um, Why is he pronouncing it like a white dad pronounces Parmesan cheese in a restaurant? Like, it's, it's Parmigiano. All, it's confusing. It's not even like the pretend Italian, like, oh, Vanessa. You know, like, yeah. he's, not, he's, not, he's not even leaning into the ethnic thing. He's just being strange. Yeah. And then also, it's also like, Albo has explained how he's been told that the name is pronounced in Italian, and it's also not that either. He said it's Albanese still. Yeah, Albanese. Oh. So, he's, so it's just Carl pretending, like really putting on what he thinks Italian would be. He's cultured. He's trying. He's trying. A lot of people don't try. <laughs> but if you guys were had to, like after that clip, if you had to pick a, have any of you seen the interview? No. no. God, no. Absolutely. I knew you were going to watch no. it. Right. After so, the last 60 minutes situation, I was like, I'm never touching that show with a 10 foot pole. So if you had to guess an intro song to use for Albo, what would it be? Nice Tarantella. That's amore. <laughs> no, it'd be, I reckon it's going to be like Australian. It's going to be like mm. working class man. Ooh. All right. So um, can we get the second clip? The, the real Albo emerges from the shadows. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> Stop it. You were right. <laughs> 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 a pizza pie. That's oh my god. No. no. It's you fucking right, Papa Gabby. Giuseppe's in the house. <laughs> uh, Gabby, you are hundred uh, percent right. I'm also a hundred percent racist. What the fuck? You should get a job at sixty minutes. Oh my god. I don't think I could last sixty minutes in that yeah, building. I, was, I just John, sorry, I was jo- I'm sorry, I, I want to make it clear. I was theme. I was joking. Can I was we, just joking with Alexis. Joke. Wait, Can last- we go back to the start of this segment? It's John Del Medico. I was texting uh, our producer Lachlan at the time that it was on, and at the moment that it's that that song started playing, I texted him, "No, fuck off," and he responded with, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Because <laughs> we like we both sent that text about the same time because we like I lost it as soon as it happened. At that point, I realized anti-Italian discrimination doesn't happen enough. Like, cause neither, also both, they also explain in the interview later on that Albo, he's Italian, the Italian heritage on his dad's side of the family. He didn't know his dad until 2014. Uh, he hadn't <laughs> been to Italy either. So this whole like new push about him having this huge Italian culture just isn't true. He grew up in Sydney and had no connection to Italian culture until he was in his forties. Until he started writing for prime minister. Well, but he has been the MP for Leichhardt for a very long time. Oh yeah. Well, obviously, this is a big opportunity. Um, Scott Morrison showed a little bit too much of his personality, but we got to see something fun with Albo and a new mm. different thing for Albo that the Labor Party has not used before. The real Albo. Some good old fashioned mates are cutting through the political spin to give their verdict on the new Albo. You'd almost need glasses to recognize the Albo 2.0. To understand the real Albo, so they're back. So the real Albo, brand new idea from Labor. So they've reinvented Albo with a fresh concept, which is an old concept that failed with Julia Gillard. Is that what you're saying? Mm. Yeah. So they've stolen the Julia Gillard idea of being the new Albo or the uh, the new Julia, the Julia two But the main difference is Albo is obviously a man, and Julia obviously had policies. <laughs> so it's it's a new take for Labor. Why can't they just come out and say it? Thin Albo. He's thin yeah. elbow now. That's what he's buff elbow. Sexy elbow. He's gone back to the elbows on the uh, wall of Metro. I, I keep saying let's do anal would win them the well, year. In the clip <laughs> that we heard before, they Carl asks <laughs> what does his friends think. So um so let's hear what his friends think of him now. Some good old fashioned mates are oh. cutting through the political spin to give their verdict on the new elbow. Yeah. I won't say he's got boring. Elbow's got boring, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what great. Yeah, thanks. At his birthday um, lunch, which is at a cafe that they invited Carl to, and his friends are joking that he's gotten boring. I mean, and this is relative to the former Albo. I mean, Charles, you, you've known these sorts of people for a very long time. Did people ever mm. accuse Albo of being excessively interesting in the past? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, no. <laughs> I mean, he was the guy. If you wanted to talk about fast trains, he'd, he'd talk your head off, right? That was his Aww. thing. I tell, I tell you what, he was. I mean, it, this is true. Like, because he used to be my babysitter when I was growing up. Like, what? And. Um, yeah, yeah. We haven't talked uh, about this that. This is a whole segment we shouldn't have, by the way. Anyway. So when you eat a good spaghetti, you're but just like, just like Alba used to make. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I think it's true to say that, you know, the last 25 years he's been incredibly boring. So. Well, Charles, yeah. you alluded to the idea that new Albo is more of a different type of transformation than having a personality. So let's hear how Carl, with the help of Labor's backup team, explained the new Albo. What do you think of his, his makeover? 
Well, I think it's fantastic. Well, I... Maybe that's the casualty when you drop a massive 18 kilos. It's been a carefully crafted makeover. The dramatic weight loss, new specs, new suits. It's all very, well, prime ministerial. This is the mother of all, as the kids say, glow-ups. He looks terrific. Yeah. Fifty-nine just a couple of days ago, and there is no denying, Albo looks a million bucks. But it comes at a cost. You can't have your Italian cake and eat it too. <laughs> you can only look, you can't touch. I can't. I no. can't. Daddy's just playing with me. That is the I, laziest Italian reference I've ever heard. You can't have your uh, Italian, Italian cake. cake. Not like panettone or anything. Just like, yeah, tiramisu. <laughs> the best yeah. part was he wasn't even eating a Fucking cake. He was like, eating a pastry. And so he just said Italian cake because they couldn't think <laughs> of something. We'll have to see how these sorts of transformations actually cut through, though. So we have a part where Albo got to speak to the public. What he's rediscovering is the reality of campaigning. It brings out the good, the bad and the blunt. What do you think of the election coming up? I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. People are brutal, aren't they, on the road? Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with Albo? You're looking good, yeah. yeah. Thank you. You've lost weight, yeah. 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 Huh? Good on you. <laughs> brutal. Brutal. Savage. Oh, no. Oh, well, they were never going to go for Albo. They're clearly old. I mean, my other question is, why is Carl talking like this? As That's though, cold. is he trying to make it sound more exciting than it is? Is that <laughs> Carly's got a lot of work to do. I, genuinely, like, at least because there is a very clear one that Carl is trying to get a similar interview to what he got with Scott Morrison, where Scott Morrison's team put forward personality points about mm. Scott Morrison mm. and then play with them. But every time during the interview, Albo tries to have any sort of like conversation about his personality, he um, Albo would be like, ha ha ha, no, and then start talking about whatever like. Point he had clearly thought of beforehand. Yeah, do you know why that that is, John? Why? Because his team would have watched the Scott Morrison interview yeah. <laughs> and gone, as long as our guy doesn't fucking play April Sun in Cuba on the ukulele, mm. we've won this thing. Yeah. They did bring he did bring up the ukulele thing as one point. It's like why he's not playing along. But mm. um, there is he also constantly in in the interview and also in other media stuff recently called like referred to himself as like the new Hawkey. No. Uh, oh. So there was a question from Carl as to what that entirely means. Do you share any vices with Bob Hawke? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a pretty uh, pretty straightforward bloke and uh, I've never had a cigarette in my life. Oh. Uh, I've had the odd beer uh, or two or three or four, it must be said. Well, <laughs> It must be said. It must be. So I love the idea that in Albo's mind what made Hawkey legendary was having the amount of beer that a focus group would say to have while being respectable and not getting drunk. Yeah, four's a good number. It's like you me. know, you're you're a bit of a fun guy, but you know, you're not you're not wild. You're I mean, not. I drank more during that segment than I <laughs> watching that twenty minute interview than I than he apparently has had at any point day in his life. But surely, if we can all agree that if Albo gets out on camera and just slams a yard glass hockey style, he's won the election. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That and his let's do anal, which should have been used. I'm so strong on that. He should have said that in the Women's Day interview with that photo shoot. Brilliant. <laughs> that would have gone down the best. So which of the two pieces uh, did you think worked better and which who would you vote for based on just purely the weird Carl profiles? Well, weirdly, I think the Carl profiles are sort of good balanced journalism in that... Hang on a sec, can you just say that again? 
No, in that, like, they're balanced in sort of the way that, like, the ABC claims things are balanced. Like, I watched both interviews and I hated both of the people more. <laughs> so I don't know who I came think... Came out on top. I don't know who came yeah. out on top, but I think the real loser is me for watching both. Yeah. yeah. I think it came out on top of 60 Minutes because they've done something amazing in this episode. I don't know where they found a 60-minute long cut of <laughs> Dean Martin's That's Amore. <laughs> like, that that doesn't exist anywhere. And they somehow dug it up. Uh, it's a loop. <laughs> but also, oh, I mean... And I, you know what? That's Amore, yeah. i got to tell you. <laughs> that is also a pun that Carl made throughout. Was that Stop it! <laughs> yeah, uh, am that, I Carl Stefanovic? is Amore. I might be Carl I think Stefanovic. if you're trying to be as racially as insensitive as possible, mm. you somehow parody what Carl actually is, Gabby. Right. Great. Which I think is obviously the main takeaway from his yeah. It's a pizza good journalism. Oh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. Now, guys, I'm currently in Adelaide. Oh, Adelaide we know. Fringe. Yeah, we yeah. know. You can buy tickets to my show all week. Uh, It's called Spin. Uh, We're here till the 20th. You know, for anyone who is listening from Adelaide, uh, I just want to say Adelaide is a great city. (laughs) It is a great city and you should buy tickets to my show. Yes. But um, no, no, there are some really good things about it. It's very flat. Mm. It's very good. And it's got e-scooters, which are... Gabby, did you use e-scooters when you were down here? Yes. Yeah. You're just revealing you're not listening to the podcast, Charles, because let's just say... There's been a little bit of a dispute between Gabby and the e-scooter authorities about whether Gabby should actually be allowed to use the e-scooter. I've been told to stop. (laughs) I I still have bruising all over my lower half of my body um, because I stacked it really. I found found the one hill in Adelaide and went too fast (laughs) down it and then I accidentally pressed accelerate instead of brake. Great story. But wait a minute. But the e-scooters, they limit the... How fast you can go? You can Not the go one I was on. Well, no, it doesn't really okay. matter how fast you're going when your front wheel goes over a curb, does it? Yeah. At that yeah, point, no, you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. I mean, you, you can imagine that the designers—they were thinking we're not going to have any hills to contend with. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> point is, and yes. Gabby can attest to this, but it's even worse this week, right? Yes. Basically, every single person in the world mm-hmm. is in Adelaide at the moment. They've got three things going on. They've got Adelaide Fringe, they've got WOMAD, yes. and they've got mm. Writers Week, right? Yeah, fuck. So there are literally about a billion people on the street. Like, I was out last night, and. <laughs> At least a billion, maybe two billion. Like I'm not a wow, you know, numbers busy, person. Busy, busy week. But it is like literally, I have seen those pictures of Mecca. You know where? Oh yeah. Oh, for the, the Hajj. Yeah. During mm. the Hajj. Yeah, this is the chattering classes version of that. This is their <laughs> Hajj, right? It's just <laughs> absolutely packed, well into the night, right? So even though there are a billion people in Adelaide, and and every and these are scheduled events. This isn't like you know, oh, they've all just turned up in Adelaide because they like Adelaide, <laughs> right? Um, 
It, you know, because all the events have been, you know, scheduled for months. Yeah, they put year, them all. So. They, Adelaide, basically, yeah. the deal they've made with the universe is to have, like, mm. two really good weeks. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And they are really yeah. great weeks. They are great weeks, so, I've been. I love it. Let me tell you, right. So there's a billion people here, right? <laughs> oh, and no. all the restaurants still close at 9 p.m. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you literally – and my show ends at 9 p.m. So no. I go out, there's a billion people about, and every restaurant is going, oh, no, sorry, mate, we're just clo- the kitchen's closed, the kitchen's closed. Didn't expect so many people here <laughs> in the two weeks of the year that we have people here. Uh, and, you know, and you just go – you wouldn't want to, say, change your hours just for the, you know, two weeks uh, that people are here. Anyway, well, last night – Last night, I finally find a Japanese restaurant that is open, right? Ooh. I go, oh, thank God, like, I'll be able to eat tonight, yeah. right? And we walk in, oh, yeah, yeah, it's open, sit down, we, we, you know, here's the menu, blah, blah, blah. And, and then I say, okay, I'll have some sushi or whatever. And they go, oh, no, no, um, we've run out of food. We don't have any food. <laughs> oh, right. We've only got drinks, right? And you're just going, so not only did they not open, the one place that does open, just, uh, you, oh, wow, we didn't expect so many people to order food at our restaurant. No, you like, could, what the fuck? You could be more practical. There are lots of drinks out there that double as food, like That's a Bloody true. Mary. Yes. You could have, Guinness. Uh, yep. Well, yep. The, Sex on the beach. Has, but, Alexa, this has been my approach. So. <laughs> <laughs> but Charles, I was there two years ago for Writer's Week. I thought maybe it was three. No, three years ago for Writer's Week. Mm. And I had the exact same experience. I went looking for food at about 10 to 9. The first 10 places I went to were closed. And yes. I went to a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> it must be. Surely there's only one in the whole of Adelaide. Yeah, there's only one. It must yeah, be yeah, the yeah. same one. Yeah. And they, yeah. they, they said, you've got five minutes till, the end, till, <gasps> till last order. And yeah. I think I got like a steak or something. Like something that wasn't very Japanese. You, you guys <laughs> know that Adelaide have Uber Eats, right? Not after nine, it doesn't, does yeah, it? Yeah, no, it no, does. No. no, but Gabby, 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 there's only one Uber driver for the entire city. <laughs> I will yeah, say, they, they did often <laughs> say, we can't get it to yeah. you. Yeah, the, no, but the, the funny thing is, so I wanted to go to Mount Lofty yesterday, yeah. right, during the day, right, and that's that's literally a 20-minute walk. Like, I was being lazy trying to get an Uber, right? and So it would have been like a $10 uh, cab ride yeah. or Uber ride because they've only got one Uber driver, the surge pricing meant that it was a $100 one-way trip <laughs> oh, for, shit. for like a literally a 10-minute walk. So, um, Hang on a sec. Is Mount Lofty in the direction of out of Adelaide? Because that would yeah, make total that's sense. That's <laughs> what that explains. But you're, you're saying you went to Adelaide to do a comedy show for, what, like a couple of thousand bucks when you could have gone to Adelaide to be an Uber driver and made <laughs> millions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Our gears from Road Microphones were part of the ACAST Credit Network. Charles, how long are you there till? Uh, till the 20th of March, so buy tickets to spin. Woo! Uh, woo! And then, uh, and then we'll be on the road. So if you go to chaser.com.au slash spin, uh, you can book tickets in all major cities except for Perth. And <laughs> Gabby's also performing in the next little while. The difference between her show and Charles's is that Gabby's has won awards. But oh. it's not awkward or anything. Oh. <laughs> it's not Let's a real award. talk about that on the podcast. It's so. not a real award. It didn't give me any money. It's just a fun little plaque it's I just get to put on stuff. She was just named best show in the Adelaide Festival, Charles. I your get your show's rights. in the Adelaide Fe- uh, Comedy Festival too, right? Yeah. Oh, well. These things happen. Hey, yours is playing to a much bigger audience than mine. And you know what? It's the size that matters. Like much more people dislike it. (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.